0: Springfields Talk 1041. Hello and a good Friday morning, everyone. We are back. Of course, we've been back all week, but we're back. Out here, Scramblers, of course, last Friday we were broadcasting live from Mexico, so uh, Kyle Wyatt was uh, holding down the fort from in-studio, but it's great to be back out here again, great to see everyone, great to have the sounds and the smells of uh, Scramblers. The Friday Roadshow is sponsored by Affordable Towing, and it also is a happy hour Retro Metro tonight, 4 to 6. We're going to just be hanging out, having a good time. Love for you to swing by and uh, do the same with us. It's, it's it's A lot of it's for me. I've said this before. It's a chance for me to uh, talk with you and to get an opportunity to hang out with you. Uh, for a lot of us, we have what I consider to be a very unfairly lopsided relationship. You get chance to... You'll hear me all the time, uh, whenever you want, but I don't really get a chance to do that that often with so many of you. Um, This is an opportunity, of course, for us to get out, but I'm on air. Retro Metro, as we do Happy Hour, I'm not. And the Lunch Bunch also serves that same purpose, which you can sign up for at ksgf.com. So hopefully you'll be able to stop by sometime, anytime, between 4 and 6 at Retro Metro tonight. That's on Republic Road and Cox. There is just some absurd theater that has occurred in the last 24 hours, and this headline sums it up. Mexican cartel apologizes in letter for kidnapping, murder of Americans, turns in members that are responsible. They, turn, they wrote a letter. We're sorry. The, the, some of the most brutal people on the planet, Mexican drug cartels, Went to their local pharmacy, found a we're sorry card, you know, had everybody sign it, and then uh, turned over the people that they say are responsible for this. This is being described as bizarre and strange and, and unusual, a head scratcher. This is very uncharacteristic, isn't it? Not really. This isn't uncharacteristic at all. This is manipulation. I'm going to explain what in all likelihood is occurring here. And it is, it's marketing for the purposes of manipulation is what it is. And they recognize how it is with this administration specifically to keep operational control of the border. And that's what all of this is about. Ultimately, it's just to make it go away. And the White House will more than gladly utilize this apology to, to demonstrate to all of us this is an anomaly, this is, look, even they admit that they messed up. I mean, what what a tremendous moment this is. This could even be a, a, a moment of, of turning the tide. Jason Ryman now with the latest news update. First alert forecast sponsored by Saint Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. A cloudy day with a high of fifty-one. A chance of showers tomorrow. Forty-seven clouds. Fifty-one on Sunday and Monday. Sunny but cooler with a high of forty-five. Ryan A One Custom Car. Hello, sir. Good morning. And good morning to you. Indeed. It's mm-hmm. Friday. It is Friday. These are the. The days that we do the Friday Road Show.
1: These are the days of our lives. Yes. Uh, it's also the Friday before spring break.
0: Oh, well, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm doing that. Oh, that I'm is doing correct. that
1: next week. That's the oh, thing. are you? That's a yeah. Are you oh, going? Yeah.
0: what to Cabo or South Padre Island? You're going uh, to Matamoros. I'm
1: going to Mikasa.
0: Ah, yes. It's it's a very nice vacation very nice place. Visit. I love that vacation. I spot.
1: have a temporary um, arrangement where I clean it. Mm. Um, during the entire week, okay. yeah, it's going to be great.
0: I feel like is this a segue into vehicle maintenance? Uh, no, no? Oh, okay, no. no. I thought perhaps it was because I know you talked about. I remember once, what was it? You said, is it silly putty or Play-Doh? Yeah, silly putty to use for to get, some of the yeah, you know, where your gear shifter and is and yeah. so forth. Yeah. So, what wisdom do you have for us this well, day? Well,
1: before you travel, and this is going to mm. be a repeat, it just sounds really common sense, but it's the one thing we forget. I forget. I'm going to Arkansas today. I forgot to check my air pressures.
0: Oh, right, the old tires. got a low
1: tire. Now it's morning. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going. Oh no, I got to go see Nick. I got to do this. Yeah, I got to do yeah, that. Yeah. I got to get my tire filled.
0: Get to go see.
1: Don't Nick. wait. Check it today before you guys head out over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Check the tire pressures. Check your washer fluid because everybody always forgets about that. Oh, you know, I got topped off at the oil change, and then you're like trying to get the nasty bug guts off. Mm-hmm. Nothing's coming mm-hmm. out. You're like. Pull a Yosemite Sam. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. that's right. And then check your oil, obviously. Check coolant though too, because nothing's worse than hey, it's not overheating, but now you go on a three-hour trip instead of a fifteen-minute trip, and things get a little toasty. And then if you have a transmission dipstick, especially if you're going on a long trip, check that as well. Okay. And the trick is, remember, you want to check that one while running usually in parker neutral
0: okay so be sure to as check opposed to you while driving down the industry. correct okay. correct now all right uh, good tip good with tip.
1: oil though actually let's go ahead and throw that out there because yeah. i have had some people
0: that and i was yes i was uh, asking dustin in fact about this one i say i hear all sorts of things uh, don't check your oil uh, until it's set for a while no no you should check it after you've driven You says so what are you supposed to do
1: so turn the vehicle off if it's been running for mm-hmm. longer than, say, 30 minutes, okay. go ahead and let it sit for a few minutes. Okay, If you check it immediately, mm-hmm. just expect that I mean anywhere between a half a quart to a quart may not show up on that
0: dipstick. Now, I've always, and I, this is just what I was taught, I never pull it out and gauge it off of that. I wipe it, put correct. it back in, and then back out. Yep. I, that's just how it's always... So is that the proper thing that to do? That is absolutely
1: get, okay. correct. You want to pull it out, wipe it, stick it back in to get a fresh reading where there's oil not being splashed around, sprayed around, that sort of thing.
0: So if you do that, do you still need to wait for a few minutes after it's been running? If
1: you don't wait... Just expect it to read a little bit low.
0: Okay. Just don't panic. Got it. Okay, got it. Got it.
1: And then always be sure you're checking it on a level surface if sure. at all possible. Okay. If you're checking it on an uneven surface, also expect it to be a little lower than you would you would think.
0: All right. As always, wonderful. Advice. Thank you, sir, and have safe travels to Arkansas. <laughs> Thank you. Springfield's Talk One O four one, a traffic update now. I'm Nick Reed. American Transmissions, talk a text line, 447 KSGF. Welcome to the show, everyone. Broadcasting live from none other than Scramblers, the Friday Roadshow location, sponsored by Affordable Towing. Uh, Doobie Brothers coming to Great Southern Bank Arena Thursday, June 15th. You can register now to win a pair of tickets. Text the word BROTHERS to 417-447-5743. That's... 417-447-5743 417-447-5743 for your chance to win a pair of tickets to the show. And you, you'll you get a prompt back letting you know that you did it correctly. It's brothers as in Doobie Brothers, plural. And I don't think capitalization. It is listed in front of me in my notes in all lowercase. But I do not know that that makes a difference. If you want to be better safe than sorry, I would text it in all lowercase but like I said, you should get a prompt back telling you that you are registered if you did do it correctly. Okay, have that taken care of? Mark that off my notes. Mexican cartels apologize in letter for kidnapping, murder of Americans, turns in members responsible. Well, is not, this is just, without question, one of the, Most responsible things that anyone could possibly ever do. A letter purportedly from the Mexican cartel, allegedly behind the kidnapping and subsequent killing of Americans last week, claimed it has dealt with the members involved and responsible for the incident, handing them over for authorities to detain. The letter from the Gulf cartel, reviewed by the Associated Press, states, We have decided to turn over those who are directly involved and responsible in the events who at all times acted under their own decision making and lack of discipline. It it is this is hilarious. It sounds similar to a corporate press release when an employee does something that goes viral. You know you get uh, a story about a uh, drive-through window employee at at a uh, fast food restaurant who refuses service to a police officer. This happened a couple of times during the uh, Democrat activist riots throughout the cities of America demanding defund the police. And, And I remember one restaurant chain in particular, and there was a local employee who would not serve a police officer. And it went viral. And of course, then everybody's like boycott that restaurant chain. And so they sent out a letter and they're like, Hey, listen, uh, this person has been immediately taken care of. Uh, this is not who we are. We're going to make sure that, uh, uh, you know, everyone understands our, all, all of our employees are on the same page here. And, and we, we've, we've Want you to know that this person was acting uh, on their own. That, that is not part of who we are. I mean, that—that's what this sounds like from the this Mexican drug cartel. They're sending this letter. Hey, we turned these people over. They were acting on their own behalf. Uh, uh, that's not who we are as a drug cartel. <laughs> we're the kinder, gentler drug cartel. The letter stressed the individuals responsible for the kidnapping and murder had gone against the cartel's rules, which include respecting the life and well-being of the innocent. Well, isn't that just something? An unnamed state secretary official told the Associated Press five men had been found tied up inside one of the vehicles that authorities had been searching for. The State Department did not respond to Fox News' digital request for comment by time of the publication. When news of this began to get out, and you have the commentary, and and it's been received as a very unusual thing. It's been received as strange and bizarre. This is not strange and bizarre. The Times may be, but their reaction, this is, frankly, what I would have expected. Now, why would that be, one may ask? These cartels, they're not just dumb thugs that grow up in the ghetto without a father and are just looking for some sort of stability, and they gravitate towards whatever they can find. Um, These are are well-run machines. They're very cunning. They're very cutthroat. It's not just a bunch of thugs that don't have anything going on in life. They don't have anything else better to do so that this is how they spend their time. They know exactly what they're doing. I'm not saying this to bash on Joe Biden, but there has been no greater boost for the drug cartels than Joe Biden? None. Particularly those who are operational around our borders. They have benefited tremendously. Aside from the Taliban, I don't know that there is any other group or organization that has benefited to the degree from Joe Biden policies as drug cartels, Mexican drug cartels. The proliferation of human trafficking, the proliferation of, uh, of trafficking of children, the wide-open border invitation for fentanyl, which they are being provided by the communist Chinese and, and funneling into this country, uh, it has just been Christmas combined With Groundhog Day, Christmas because they are getting all of these gifts handed to them. Groundhog Day because it happens every day for them since Biden became president of the United States. They don't want to mess that up. They have a very good thing going. They know that they have a very good thing going. Particularly after the difficulties, the relative difficulties that they had regarding our border during the Trump years where they saw uh, an increase in attempts and, and successful in some capacity tightening up the border. Then things go the other way, and it is just incredible for them. They don't want to screw that up. After this execution took place, aside from... Should they have been there? Shouldn't they have been there? Is the reason that they said they were there legit? There are, there are a lot of questions as to as to w- the story that was publicly given, whether that's legit or not, But aside from that, it still it gave people a renewed sense, and for some people, a, a, a level-up sense of how bad the border is. Here are some Americans, and a lot of Americans have crossed the border. A lot of, I mean, you look at that border at any given day, and there are cars going from the United States into Mexico. A lot of people have been in that. A lot of people go to. We just got back from Mexico, and while areas like resorts are clearly much, much safer and way, way, way away from the border, south of Cancun, for example, there's still that association of my gosh, these are just Americans that were just went to get some liposuction apparently so they say and and this happened to them bam just like that and it began a renewed call for biden to do something for border security to do something like here we go again and the drug cartels are smart enough to recognize that what occurred might have been enough as biden is getting ready to announce reelection. as democrat you know we're getting into this election cycle uh that that it could force the hand of democrats to actually start tightening up the border for political purposes they don't want that because they got a good thing going so what do you do what move do you make in order to try and make this go away what Tools do you give the Democrats to help them make this go away so that people stop worrying about it? You do something like this you make it seem like what occurred is not in any way, shape, or form, a symptom of what's going on in the border. In fact, it's such an anomaly that we ourselves are saying, this is not who we are. This is not what's going on at the border. This is nothing you have to worry about. This is such a so egregious and, and, and so unusual that it, even though it was our drug cartel, we're going to turn our people over because this is unacceptable. Don't worry, nothing to see here. This is done to allow the Biden administration and Democrats to brush this aside and move along so that there is no political pressure to increase the border, thus taking away the gravy train from the drug cartel that has been the Biden administration. This all makes absolute perfect sense. Springfield's Talk One i I'm Nick Reed. We have happy hour tonight at Retro Metro. Last conversation, text conversation I had with Mark Long, uh, owner, along with Shelly, of Garage Experts, was they are going to be at happy hour tonight uh, joining us. So it's. I tell this to you, one. So you do recognize that all of our, our partners at any time could be at any of our events. Oftentimes they're out here. Of course, you hear from them events like Happy Hour. And it's an opportunity if you happen to, you hear me talk about Garage Experts and, and there's something that I miss that's personalized towards your experience. And you're like, well, I know he mentions this, but I just, I wonder, I wonder if I could do this. I wonder if Garage Experts uh, uh, can take care of a project like that. It's a great opportunity for you to come out and talk with them. And also I would encourage you, Maybe you're somebody that thinks, "Well, I've seen DIY jobs, you know, with this epoxy flooring." And and I, you know, uh, my brother-in-law he he purchased a kit and did his own. Talk to Mark about that. Take the opportunity whenever Mark and Shelley are at events like Happy Hour, which they're planning on being tonight, to, to ask them those questions. And it's a great opportunity for you to do so. Garage Experts, you can find them under Nick's endorsements at KSGF.com. We're going to chat with Darren Chappell in mere moments from Scramblers this morning, our Friday road show, sponsored by Affordable Towing. I'm Nick Reed. First Alert Forecast sponsored by Navant employee benefits that work. Uh today cloudy fifty one for a high. Rain tomorrow forty eight. Fifty one and cloudy Sunday. Sunny but cooler on Monday with a high of only forty five. Darren Chapel joins us this morning. How do you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine, sir. It's always good to see you. You as well. Uh every time uh we revisit I hope that i don't feel just a little piece of your soul has died given that you have spent more time in jeff city
2: <laughs> yeah i tell you it's um uh, it's a mess it really is um there's some really good people that 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 are part of the house and the senate um uh, and the staff who work really hard and then there's just a lot of chaos and and uh a lot of mess going on too, and and uh, trying to get stuff done is—I uh, mean, it's—it's it's a lot of hours. It really is.
0: Aside from all of that mess, you have a media that oftentimes, I believe, deliberately misleads people as to what's going on with some of the major issues, and I—I I don't think they have the ability to write a headline that involves an issue of lgbtq plus or transgenders in which they are not intent on misleading people and a couple of months ago one of those issues had to do with the you know sports and and um you know treating everyone the same if you are you got the xy chromosome you're on this team if you uh, you know otherwise and there's some people that want exemptions from that aka transgenders and uh, the there was a headline, and it was you know, referred to it as banning transgenders from sports. Nope. Mm, nope. No, not at all. No. And then um, there was the, uh, a headline I, I talked about yesterday or the day before, uh, and it was a leader headline talking about legislation banning transgenders' health care or something, again, from which people could easily infer gonna ban transgenders from receiving health care nope once again absolutely not true it's just so frustrating as if it's not difficult enough to keep people informed as to what's going on when you have the outlets that are supposed to be the ones that are doing just that lying to people it's it's just almost impossible to yeah. make sure that that the voters and the constituents have an accurate idea as to what is going on in Jeff City.
2: Yeah, and you know, the uh, they'll they'll refer to it as that we're trying to deny them gender affirming care. Yeah,
0: I love how they al- also allowed the left wing activists to give them the verbiage that they start using. Like, here's the terms that you will use. Okay,
2: but when we when we had two young girls. Um, you know, 19, 20 years old. When we had two young girls in the house who had been transitioned mm-hmm. when they were younger, and then detransitioned, yeah. and you know they've they've had mastectomies, yeah, they've, awful. they they're sterilized, mm. they're they're you know they have they have Adam's apples, their voices are deep. And, and and yet you can obviously tell they're girls, yeah. they're, they're young women, but they've gone through this and then they come to tell how terrible it is detransitioning because they were allowed when they were younger mm-hmm. to make decisions they were not prepared to make and then had to unmake them. They don't cover any of that.
0: Um, oh, of course not.
2: None of that. And, uh, you know, gender affirming care. We had a guy, and I don't remember if I told you this or not, but... We had a guy that came, not one of my committees, um, it was actually uh, Alex Riley's committee that he okay. chairs, but we had a guy that came in and he was talking about how proud he was of his son and having a transgender son and everything, and, and he kept talking, and I, his son's 27 months old. Oh, my God. Just just over two years old. That's That's how my that's how my grand my youngest grandchildren are. And the idea that anyone could possibly know, and then and then to think that 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 little boy um, may may be able to be subjected to hormone treatments, puberty blockers, and puberty blockers are what they use to chemically castrate um, Mm -hmm. rapists, right? Child molesters. Yeah, 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 and so. Puberty blockers, uh, hormones, cross hormones treatments, and then, um, uh, as they get older and, and their bodies are larger, then they can go through the the mutilating surgeries that start lopping parts of their bodies yeah. off, and this 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 uh, gender dysphoria that we're seeing, um, it, it affects it affects girls. At a much higher rate. I believe believe the percentage is 74% of these kids are young girls. Um, So, you know, let's protect girls and women. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, it's the International Month of the Women, so by all means, let's push
0: this. So awful.
2: And then what I found shocking, I want to say the percentage is 62% of these kids are on the autism spectrum. Yeah. Well, you, you can't allow children to make decisions for themselves and the parents are being have been we've had testimony and letters and such uh from parents saying i followed the i followed the 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 direction of the the medical staff because i was told oh well children commit suicide at a much higher rate if you don't let this happen
0: it's horrible absolutely horrible how do you
2: put your how do you put a parent in that position right and make a choice. Do you want a, you want a trans child or a dead child?
0: And that's what they get told. Exactly. Um, there was the the left-wing transgender activist who wrote that op-ed piece, Whistleblower, who had gotten into this industry to help kids and found these horrific instances occurring where parents would be told, you know, well, your son can either be daughter or dead, or your daughter can either be your son or dead. And I I have... Been proactive internally in trying to understand how parents could because I, my first instinct when you have parents that do this is it's almost an accessory for parents oftentimes um, you know for a while the the accessorizing was done by adopting kids from foreign countries you'd see celebrities do this it, it where their their kids became an extension of what they wanted to do for attention and so you see that and you can sense that even with some parents they you know oh i have a tv show surrounding my kid and and you know that chaz life about chaz whatever that show is as an example and but then I, i began to read the stories of parents and listening to the kids who had been convinced to to transition and now they're dealing with all of the the horrific medical issues because of that and and this is what i hear that they're you know their parents they're dealing with their kids that just 2 years ago were happy and enjoying life and would come home and tell mom all about her day and all of a sudden because life and puberty and there's confusion and sadness and depression and they go to school and they're told oh well that's because of this and we can fix it all and then the parents they just desperately want their child to not be sad and they're told well it's going to get worse unless you do this so I can understand how it is that parents who love their kids believe the people that are they're told they're experts you've got a doctor and a psychologist and a school counselor all telling you this. And they, in many instances, they're victims too.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and I can't imagine the guilt of oh, having God. to live with that. Uh, either way, Frank. Right. You Absolutely. Know, if you didn't do something for your child and then they did commit suicide, right. that'd be awful. And if you did this for your child uh, and then realize how horrific it really is, I don't know how you do that. I mean, to be perfectly frank, and I'm not judging them in any way. Right. You know, I mean, I'm I'm empathetic. But we don't let children do certain things. We
0: don't let them do a lot of things. Yeah,
2: because we all recognize they're not mentally mature Mm -hmm. enough, emotionally mature enough to make decisions that impact themselves or others. And surely something as fundamental as a a person's sex uh, is, is, is something we ought not let 13-year-old kids decide on a whim and that same whistleblower that you're talking mm. about there and that's the Washington University clinic whistleblower talked about how it was a social contagion situation for oh, sure so one child in a classroom would say hey I'm trans I'm transgender and because such a big deal was made about you're how celebrated. brave yes right right how brave and courageous mm. well then they'd have four or five in the oh, same yeah.
0: class because kids do. I mean, people do. But particularly when you're a child and you're trying to learn who you are those formative years. And and you do. You want acceptance. You yeah. you want to feel included. And when you see that there's this one category of, of kids that get praised, they get a month. Oh, we're going to put posters all over the place. We're going to celebrate them, talk about how wonderful they are. If, well, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, I mean we had Pete that. We had,
2: we had that kind of stuff when I was a kid too, but you know, you just realize your mood rings and pet rocks are stupid. Yes. You throw them away, right? Yeah, it's,
0: it's there's, <laughs> there's always some fad, right? Um, there's always the thing that makes you cool, and you know, you can think back, uh, uh, you know, when I was a kid, it was you know certain style or certain clothing, and but unfortunately, what's happened now is the fad are things that destroy children's lives in a way that's irreversible, and you have uh, seemingly an entire political party that is pushing the fad, Uh, you have, uh, quote, professionals that are supposed to be medically minded pushing the fad, and none of those people suffer. None of them have to worry about the irreversible damage. None of them have to worry about one day waking up and realizing, I'm only 19 years old, and I can no longer have children. I cannot have a family because I was talked into doing this. They don't have to worry about those no, things. No,
2: no. And then, and then the insanity is propagated by things like the International Woman of the Year on Wednesday. I know. I know. Being awarded and pre- presented their award by uh, Doctor Jill Biden, um, and it's a dude. I know. And and you know. I, I'm sorry I, i'm not I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be ugly or be as smart I like but every single time something like that comes I up know. Aerosmith comes into my head you know dude looks like the lady yeah yeah and, and that song just I'm like how far have we come well, it's absurd that that's something that we all recognized as absurd Milton Berle was funny when he dressed up like a woman yeah. because we knew it was absurd right. and now mm-hmm. it's reality mm-hmm.
0: We're at Darren Chapel. We're going to take a quick break. We'll continue on live from Scramblers Friday Road Show. I'm Nick Reed. Darren Chapel joins us this morning. I'm sure that you have some specific items that you'd like to share. Well,
2: you know, there's, there are there's several things that the legislature's done. Um, not all of it I voted for. I, you know how that goes. I mean, sometimes, sometimes there's only two or three of us that vote no for a thing, um, and people let their emotions get the better of them, quite frankly. <laughs> And, and, you know, just because something's a good idea doesn't mean government is the mm-hmm. entity that ought to be doing it. And and I, I say on a regular basis, that's a great idea. We ought to find somebody to do that, but it's mm-hmm. not the role of government. Yeah. Uh, so
0: Well, and I'm a firm believer, based off of human behavior and just observing history, that of all of the institutions, people, entities that can successfully carry out a mission, unless it's military, like talk social or economically. Government is the worst. They're the most inefficient. And it's one of the reasons it kills me when I see people who are, and we have it here locally, in the private sector, and they do charitable work, and they decide I want to run for office and get into office. And I'm thinking to myself, you are if you really truly are wanting to help people, you are going from the most effective way to do it to the least effective way to do it. Yeah. You are going from because the most effective way, and I know you know this, that that you can really genuinely in a meaningful way help people, it is person to person. Yep. And then, you know, organizations, voluntary organizations to people, but still having that person to person contact. The least effective way to genuinely help people is to have government do it. And you have people who are in the 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 sector of quote helping people I'm gonna run for government and I'm thinking you are not doing your cause any favor.
2: The way I help people more often than not in Jefferson City is by trying to stop government expansion. Mm-hmm. That that's the best thing I can do for most people is just, you know, hey get back in your lane. And it's it's like trying to it's like trying to stop the incoming tide with a push broom But, you know, you're out there shoving as hard as you can, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, So uh, the state had control of the St. Louis Police Department from the Civil War until 2013. And then gave it back. Mm -hmm. The city's had it for the last 10 years. Done a great job. Done a marvelous (laughs) job. And so we had a vote this past week uh, and the state to take it back over. And I don't want to see the state have to run Saint no. Louis Police Department, but and, and it's real easy to say, well, that's Saint Louis; it doesn't affect us. No what no. do I care? We share their criminals. You not know, understand mm-hmm. how many people, how much, how much criminal activity occurs running up and down I forty four or I seventy, and those impact all the small towns between here and there. And Saint Louis has just an unbelievable amount of crime and violent crime, and and. The fact that the Sunday, before we had the vote, that video came out where that guy just walked up and executed that I guy sitting on the curb, I know, Yeah, that's amazing to me.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's horrific. And to me, it says the people in charge really don't care. Because if I really, truly, if I'm in a position of authority, and I really, truly cared about improving things and those things started to go on I would recognize clearly I don't I'm not the right person for this job Yeah But but that isn't what these people do
2: no, because nobody's willing to admit they don't know what in the world they're talking well, about. But I, mean, I also
0: think their goal isn't really truly to help or make things better. It's power. It's it's, it's possible, but yeah, but it's, it's advancement a career.
2: It's easy to tell yourself you're doing all you can do, and nobody and else true. could do it. Nobody else could do a better <laughs> job. <you laughs> no,
0: know? no one else could do a better job of failing than you can. Uh, Darren Chappell, we're going to take a quick break. We'll have a few minutes left, and I, I want to ask you about the open enrollment bill. Get your thoughts yep, on yep, that? Yep. With Darren Chapel in moments. I'm Nick Reed. Darren Chapel joins us this morning from Scramblers. We have a few minutes left. Uh, open enrollment.
2: Yeah, so I supported this. I've been I when I ran for office, I ran on school choice among other things. Personally, I believe no child should be stuck in a bad educational right. system just because of their zip code. Um, open enrollment. This particular bill. It has it has a lot of limitations on it. Frankly, yes. it's kind of watered down. It's, yeah. not, it's not the panacea that we it would... almost
0: seems symbolic.
2: Oh, but you think uh, so? <laughs> uh, but what it does is is if a, a school district, it's a cap of three yeah. percent of the number of kids that can actually leave. A it's school voluntary district.
0: for the schools, right? The
2: other schools are have to op- they have to opt in. Mm-hmm. It's assumed they're opted out, so they have to actively opt in to have to receive mm-hmm. so no school district has to receive because that's that's the problem with a, a lot of the smaller schools um they're concerned that you know if a large city like springfield mm-hmm. just empties out right then they're yeah, going to be sure able to run. sure and i totally understand that so mm-hmm. that's why there's a limitation right uh they get to opt out uh, or they're assumed to opt out they have to opt in but even if they opt in they get to they get to dictate how many kids And what grades they're in. So if you've got a lower class, you can say, well, okay, we can take seven fourth graders. They can do that. If they don't have the wherewithal to have more special needs kids, they can say, I'm sorry, we just don't have the space for more special needs kids. So it it, it just simply cannot hurt any of the smaller school districts. It can't. And, uh, uh, you know, Springfield's had open enrollment for years, and it doesn't hurt Springfield. In fact, that's how we saved Central High School, right? Yeah, uh, is by open enrollment. So, we, you know, Bill Owen was really good on the floor trying to shut everybody down when they were saying, oh, it's going to destroy the schools. Right. He said, we've done it in Springfield for years, it's fantastic.
0: Well, you know, um, 43 states have policies along these lines, and when the prescription drug program ar- was being argued by all the editorials and all all the left wingers i mean everyone else is doing it that was the lead reason so i mean that alone should settle this issue yeah got you about know, 45 seconds
2: but the real yes. the real problem is we've got to take we've got to get Desi. I taken know. out of the equation because it's not the local school districts. It's DESE mm-hmm. imposing MSIP 6. It's DESE using the map testing. Desi is the reason why school boards don't have the control of their own districts yeah. that they ought to have. We need to give them the control back so that they can handle it. But then, frankly, if they mess it up and if Columbia wants to run kids over to mm-hmm. the drag show, that's on them. Right. Because they can't blame DESE anymore. Right,
0: right. Darren Chapel, always. Thank you so much. Appreciate no, you coming out privilege. here. Thank I know people you. love it, and it's always good to get a, a transparent and genuine view as to what's going on in Jeff City. <laughs> uh, we have Happy Hour tonight, Retro Metro. Are you going to be able to be there? Happy yeah, Hour for yeah, okay, I'll excellent. Be. All right, so a chance for you to talk with Darren Chapel at Retro Metro or Happy Hour four to six tonight. Tom Arts in the next hour. I'm Nick Reed.